Dear Gratitude, an anthology is out. With over 50 different perspectives and stories on gratitude, this book captures what most books don't. The secret sauce is in the number of voices and stories where you'll be sure to find a personal connection to so many as I did. A really excellent book, David Freeman. Found exclusively on Amazon.com. I'm Chris Palmer. Welcome to Gratitude Space Radio. I've got my uh, friend Michael Roderick here. Hello and welcome. How are you doing, Michael? How's it going, Chris? Good to see you. Good, man. Nice to do this. I feel like I'm trying to think of how long ago it was that I was on your podcast. I, I feel like uh, we're probably pushing close to a year. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely, it was definitely early. It was definitely early pandemic. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So probably, I mean, it could have been. Yeah, it could have been about a year ago. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit under. Yeah, well, you know, I, I've been wanting to have you on here, and it's fortunately, you know, your birthday was recently, so it was a it was a reason to reach out and and try to, you know, lock something in. I tell people, like, well, I know your birthday's coming up. It's just an excuse to chit-chat, you know? It's another <laughs> excuse to talk. I love it. <laughs> so how so how, how was your birthday? It was great. My, uh, my wife actually uh, put together a surprise party for me, um, which I had no idea uh, was going to happen. Um, <clears throat> and uh, she had reached out to a number of my friends who – I hadn't seen in a really long time, and um, a, a couple of them were actually able to. A number of them had to just do videos, um, but um, uh, a number of them also were able to come and be in person. So we were at um, we were out on the Great Hill in uh, Central Park. So I got to see some of my got to see some of my friends who I haven't seen since you know the beginning of all of this. So that was uh, that was pretty awesome. That's amazing, man. So you let me. So you said you were surprised. So she did, did she did she schedule you go? Let's go take a walk in the park. That was I mean that was a lead in. <laughs> uh, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good lead in. It was uh, because it was Mother's Day weekend. Oh, she said that there was a Mother's Day event that was happening up on the Great Hill, and that we were meeting some fa- some of our uh, extended family over there. Um, so she had to go out and get food and, and do a bunch of things. And, uh, I was supposed to watch Diana until uh, a certain time and then, and then go there. So I get Diana in the stroller. I'm like rolling her up. And then I look and I see Junie, uh, my oldest daughter running towards me <laughs> with balloons. Uh, and I noticed that the balloons say happy birthday. And I'm like, Oh, this is so funny. Uh, and yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was quite the surprise. I had no idea it was going to happen. I really thought I was just going to some, you know, mother's day event and, and, and bringing and bringing Diana. But, uh, I was, uh, I was mistaken. That's beautiful, man. That's, uh, you know, I, I've had a chance in the last few years to surprise my dad a couple of times. And it's such, a, it's such a gift to the person giving the surprise. And I, and I think one of the biggest, uh, ways to do that is to make it say it's we're going in somewhere else. You know, it's like when I originally did it, I was like, okay, dad, we're having dinner with so-and-so. And then the other person showed up, you know, it's like <laughs> saying the mother's day thing. So that's awesome, man. I, 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 I'm trying to. Th- my, I've been surprised a couple times in the last few years by my uh, my now wife. So uh, it's uh, it's amazing. So that's good for yeah. you, man. That's awesome. What a birthday! What an unforgettable birthday day, right? <laughs> exactly. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> that's wonderful, man. Well, you know, um, I, I love starting these out just by doing a little pre. I call it pre gratitude. So you know, obviously, 
you and I are sitting here in this moment and we've, we've virtually got to know each other last, last year. And it's, this is a grateful moment. And I like to think about how this happened, you know, what were the elements? And I know on my side, I could say that I know that um, my short way of finding you was, um, you know, I, I, last year, early last year, I was taking a jog and I decided to, I was flipping through some podcasts and I, uh, I looked at Cal Fussman's podcast and he had somebody about gratitude. So lo and behold, like, okay, I'll check that. I go on my run and it was, it was Chris Shimbro on his podcast. Mm. And as soon as I got done, you know, when I got back, I was like, I should check out this guy. And long story short, you know, I end up at a 747 club uh, gathering. And I believe the first, it was, it was the second gathering I did where it was a meetup with the gate group was there. And I'm sure you, you know, that that's where I initially met the gate group, which led me to a whole bunch of great people, which eventually led, you know, here, here we are you know, almost a year later. So how, on the flip side, um, how did you meet, how did, what were the elements that got you into the room that, you know, that got you in the seven, who, where's the, who's the gratitude that got you, you know, what were the, what was on your flip side? How did you get there? Yeah. So, um, it was a number of years ago. Um, uh, I want to say it was like four or five years ago, maybe somewhere around there. Uh, I had, uh, met a lawyer, um, by the name of Richard Roth, who had been working in Broadway because, you know, I have the Broadway background. So I, I knew a bunch of people sort of within that world and his son, Oliver, I had met him briefly after and Oliver was uh, producers with Chris. So he had worked with Chris on uh, producing a number of shows. So at the very, very beginning of 747, um, Chris was basically just inviting people to his apartment uh, right. in, in the city. And it was very, very small. Like uh, there was like a fold out bed that like folded into the wall and like, you would get like almost like these like card tables together to be like the dinner table. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. I, I walked in and Chris was in shorts uh, and an apron uh, and this like, you know, um, and I think like a tank top or something. So uh, I walk in and he just like, gives me this massive hug uh and we had never met before like we had mm -hmm. just like emailed <laughs> and i was like oh hi i i'm glad you are you know excited to <laughs> see me <laughs> kind of thing um and then we sat down and we um you know we sat down for that dinner uh i sat next to chris and and we chatted a bunch um and he told me about what he wanted to do. And I talked to him about some of the stuff that I had done over the years, like different events that I had hosted and things I had put together. Uh, he was like, oh, yeah, we should totally get together more. Um, so we got together and, and sort of brainstormed a little bit more about what he wanted to do with 747, made some intros, connected to some people. Uh, and then we just kind of stayed in touch from there. And I ended up uh, at a lot of the dinners. I was, uh, I was at a lot of the in-person dinners. And then when I decided to sort of restart the, the gate group at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Chris was like, why don't we do a virtual dinner for the gate group? And that's how uh, we came to know each other. Nice, man. I, I loved hearing that story. I didn't know, you know, I didn't, I, I, that was great hearing that story. I love the details of the tank top and the shorts and the, the big <laughs> hug. Those are really hilarious. Great, uh, and I only met him in the virtual world, so it's interesting to hear a story of some. I, I don't even know if I've 
I feel like maybe you're the first person I've actually talked to that has a virtual, a real story <laughs> with with Chris outside of the the digital realm. So that's yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic, man. So let's, um, you know, if you for people watching this, do you mind sharing a little bit more about about you? And then I would definitely like to talk more about the gate group. Sure, sure. Um, so yeah, so just a little bit of my background. I went from being a high school English teacher. Uh, to a Broadway producer in under two years. Uh, so I became really fascinated with sort of what is it that causes people to, uh, you know, want to connect with us, want to get to know us. So I decided to study networking. So I was hosting uh, workshops where I would simulate one-on-one meetings, job interviews, and cocktail parties. And I built a bunch of frameworks around relationship building, uh, Gate being one of those frameworks. And uh, I ended up running a conference for a number of years called ConnectorCon. I, I run a, a number of events here in the city called Relationship Adventure Day, where I sort of combined a networking event with Scavenger Hunt. And then probably about, I want to say like four or five years back, uh, I started getting much more involved in the thought leadership side of things and teaching people about that. So now most of my work is helping thoughtful givers become thought leaders uh, by creating referable brands. So what I do is I study referability. I look at why we talk about things when people aren't in the room and uh, look at how we package our ideas. Nice, man. Um, Thanks. That's, that's a... Uh... Yeah. So were you, were you, the, the gate, were the gate groups originally, those were, those weren't virtual, right? Those were meetups in New York. Cause I remember when I interviewed Faye, she was talking about, I feel like her and Amber even were talking about doing stuff in, in reality yes. with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it actually wasn't even officially considered gate at that mm -hmm. time. It was more just, I would just sort of get uh, friends and colleagues together from different industries in some cases or get one particular industry together. So like I'd host like a gathering for all people in entertainment and be like writers and directors and producers and things like that. Um, and then I'd also host things where it was a dinner of just people from all different walks of life. Right. And sort of giving mm -hmm. them an opportunity to kind of get to know each other, uh, hang out, you know, all of that kind of stuff, little cocktail gatherings, parties, things of that nature. Uh, so I was always just sort of uh, putting people together and hosting something. That was a big part of my work. And um, then when everything kind of closed down, uh, the uh, the gate group ended up really becoming a much more prominent thing. And one thing a lot of people don't know about the group was I started it a number of years back, but my account had originally gotten hacked. Um, so the group was actually destroyed by the hacker. Um, so I hadn't done anything with it and I hadn't uh, start, done anything with the group after that had happened. But then when everything uh, started to get locked down, it sort of got to this point where people were, um, were really looking for ways to just sort of connect with each other. So I restarted the group and just invited a bunch of the people who I had, um, you know, uh, left, uh, who had been part of the old one, and then a lot of the new people that I knew. And I just said, like, hey, here's a, you know, opportunity for us to just catch up with each other, get to know each other, help each other right now, because I think we could all use some support uh, during this time. And that's really kind of how it uh, how it went down. Sweet man. Well, you know, I I just wanted to say. So much gratitude for you restarting the group because I mean, even though us meeting obviously and you having the group like from from that group, you know, uh, I've I've met some amazing people. Not only have I had them on the podcast, but many people they even wrote for my last book. You know, like this is awesome. uh, 
there's, you know, yeah, you know, Dear Gratitude came out last year. You know, Todd Churches wrote for it, and Hillary wrote for it, and uh, Peter Williams wrote for it. And anyways, there's, I know I'm leaving out a couple other people, but there was a, uh, you know, if there's fifty, if there's fifty letters in there, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe five of them, maybe you know, ten percent are directly friends that came out of the group that you formed. So I love um, that. It's you know, Molly. Molly McLaughlin was another person I knew. I was forgetting yeah. something else. Uh, so, you know, I, I just I just want to say, that, you know, I, I'm sure you hear from a lot of people. They connect with people and have things happen. But I just wanted to personally thank you here in a public forum that uh, I really appreciate the environment you, you know, that you created. I, I appreciate you restarting that group so that I could eventually we could meet and then be able to be a part of it. So it's been uh, very fulfilling in a lot of ways. Awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, it's a. It was one of those things where you know, put I, I put it back together, and I kind of had no idea sort of where it would go, and and you know what would happen. But people have really helped each other, supported each other, been on each other's podcasts. Like lots of stuff has happened, um, you know, between everybody in the in the group, which is pretty much all you can ask for when you uh, when you put a group together. You know, for sure, man. You know, well, let's uh, let's dig a little more into. Um what gate stands for just for people who are watching it or here sure. listening. So we can, we, and then, uh, you know, after that we can explain where people want to want to check it out online. We can give that too. So sure. obviously, you know, the, the, uh, G is for give. So yes. you start by offering some sort of give to the community, right? The group, the idea yep. is you want to allow your, you want to help. So that's your give. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So you start, you, you start out, um, with giving, uh, and it's, you can post any kind of give that you want. Uh, it could be, uh, it could be something that you have read that you thought was really useful for people. It could be advice that you've gotten. It could be, uh, an offer of your time. Uh, we've definitely had people do things like here's a free spot in a class or here's an extra ticket for something, you know, all of those types of, uh, types of elements. Um, but you know, the big, challenge that people who are givers have is that very, very often they almost never ask, right? They, they sort of hold their asks back. They worry about them. They, they have a lot of anxiety around it. So the A in gate is for ask. And it's basically saying like, you know, this group is a safe space. If there is something that you need, if there's something that you could use help, help with, just post the ask, like, let us know what it is that you could use, what it is that you could use help with. And then we'll think about sort of how we can help, you know, and what we can do to support you uh, within that. And I think that it's it's just rare that there is a safe space for asking. Like most of the time, um, you know, asking is perceived in uh, a negative light a lot of the time when you're dealing with group settings and you get a lot of people who are like, this is my group and my rules are like, the, I'm the only one who can promote my product or my service or whatever, you know, and, and those types of things. And, and the thing is, I don't want people to be, you know, like every five seconds, you know, promoting the crap out of everything, you know, right. but there's nothing wrong with asking for what you need. There's nothing wrong with letting people know sort of what you could use use help with. So that's the that's the ask. And then the T uh, is for thank. And basically, it's take the time to say thank you to somebody in the group. Right. right? Uh, let them know what it what, you know what it meant to you. Let them know how helpful something was. Right. This uh, this aspect of showing gratitude. Right. Like how. How often do we take the time to really write a, a thoughtful thank you, 
right? And sort of walk somebody through, like, this is what you did and this is what it meant. Uh, so there's, you know, that aspect of being able to post a thank you if, uh, if, if you want. And then the final one is the E, which is for experiment. And basically that is anything that you're testing out, anything that you're trying that you want to see kind of where it goes and what happens, you share it with the group. And you basically say like, hey, here's this cool thing I'm testing out or trying. Here's this neat experiment. And others might want to join you in that experiment or give you their thoughts on that experiment or help you uh, with you know, executing on that experiment and sort of moving things forward. So when you make it so that the only four posts that there are are give, ask, thank, and experiment, uh, you really create a nice balance of conversation, mm -hmm. you know, in the in the group. There are some groups that are just it feels like they're all only promotional, and then others it feels um, like they're just you know people just sort of sharing things, but there's no sort of purpose behind it. Right. Uh, so what this does is it really gives some guidelines and it gives some variety to the types of posts that you see. Yeah, you know, I, I think. Uh... When I met uh, Faye, it was because she did the give of, she was doing her podcasting course and she it was allowing people to join that. And I did that for four weeks, uh, which was awesome, which was really mm -hmm. great. Met some nice people. And obviously she has a lot of, uh, she gave a lot of great ideas and tools and she's, she's excellent. I remember when we, I talked to her, she definitely loves you a lot. Oh, <laughs> she's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, she was. I remember she was talking about her and her mom. I think in New York having lunch with you somewhere. I remember oh yes, like, yes. She was very. It was very vivid. Like when she told it, you could tell like she was there. Like she was in her mind. She was there and just enjoying like saying how you were just present and just appreciating the food and the company and you know just being there with them on this sound like an unforgettable day. That's, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, any any time that you get to spend time with people in that sort of communal, like whether or not you're you're at a dinner or you're at some sort of gathering, and you're able to just sort of interact, uh, you know, in person, especially especially these days, um, it is it, it is just so so powerful, right? And it just it it, it creates so many uh, memories and so many things to be grateful for right and be thinking no, exactly. about so no yeah what she was saying that about you i was, I was picturing it those they were all into even though it was just you guys the, the, the moment was you guys having lunch but there were you know she was picking up grateful details you know what i mean like that's mm -hmm. where it is it's all the details it isn't obviously she was grateful to have lunch with michael that but that it, it's much more than that right it's yeah. it's how nice the weather it is it's there with their mom it's the food you know enjoying the food it's the you know the laughter right these are all individual things that are that build up the whole you know yeah um that's what you know those those little grateful memories um it's like you know in the gratitude practice it's like it's nice to it's nice to list five things you're grateful for but why don't you take one thing and tell me why are you grateful mm. for it you know and that that's yeah. where the emotional emotional gratitude that's what she's talking about having lunch with you she was giving emotional memories she wasn't talking about a lunch anymore yeah <laughs> she, was, she was talking about experience which is much more than saying i had a sandwich Yes, exactly, exactly. So true. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I remember. I, I remember when I originally saw the group, and I, you know, having the the fact you had the thanks built in was a huge. Uh, I was totally on board as soon as I, you know, <laughs> I, I was like, this is this is perfect for me. I'm so glad I could be in this space. Um, 
And, you know, since then, you know, and also um, I've, I've loved to meet some people, you know, with uh, with uh, Robbie. Uh, Robbie is a Sam, Sam, Samuels. Yep. Samuels. Yeah, he's awesome. I really like him a lot. I like uh, I like doing the one that so there's another branch out, too. Right. You, you met yep. another group and you're getting us. It's almost like it's 747 brought me into gate. Now Gates bring me, introduce me to these other people. Um, I've done a couple of those and I know I've seen you there, too. But how yes. did. Um, so how did that connection form and you, how, how did, where'd that come from? Yeah. So, uh, Robbie's been, you know, part of, uh, part of gate since the, you know, since the beginning, uh, but right around, um, the beginning of, uh, the pandemic, he, most of his work was in like live events, right? So he was doing all of these like live event type things. And then all of a sudden that was gone. So his business pivoted specifically to virtual and he started basically helping people with like Zoom and, and hosting and, and sort of figuring out all of those uh, all of those pieces. And because he was doing so much virtually, um, we have a mutual friend who has her own group, uh, Dory Clark, mm -hmm. and basically he's been part of Dory's group. So he basically said, okay, well, why don't we take the that group and introduce them to the folks from the gate group. And we'll host some, you know, we'll basically host like a monthly happy hour is kind of the, is kind of the idea. So he came to me with that and I said, that sounds great. Let's do it. And we've been going strong. Uh, I don't even know, like it's probably a good, if not a year, it's probably a good like seven or eight months now that this has mm -hmm. been, uh, that, that this has been going. So, uh, so yeah, that's been, that's been an absolute blast as well. Yeah, he's he's fantastic, and he gifted me like an hour's time just to kind of throw around some ideas about some stuff I'm working on. I remember just being very, very grateful because he's just uh, he's got a great he's a very creative guy and very yeah com very comfortable to talk to very uh, yeah super nice guy. So that's a you know a friendship that came out of being able to be part of your group just uh, because you decided to have uh, meetups with another group. So I you know I just. I keep thinking about, you know, going back to it's like, just say yes and end up in the rooms and see what happens. Right. Totally. Totally. I mean, there's, there, there's so much opportunity when you uh, look at new relationships uh, in different industries, right. And sort of different, you know, different worlds. I think very, very often we end up with, in what I like to refer to as the echo chamber of the enlightened, right. Where mm -hmm. we're all just kind of like hanging around the same people and saying the same things and doing the same stuff. And it's so, so powerful to be like, okay, I'm going to hang out with people who are not in the same circle as me. I'm going to talk to people who are doing something different. I'm going to learn some, you know, new perspectives and some new ways of doing things. And I just think that's so, so powerful. It makes your life so, so much richer. So why not look at those opportunities to really sort of diversify uh, the network and get to know as many uh, interesting new people as possible as well. For sure. You know, that's, you know, Peter Williams book, uh, Productive Accidents talks specifically to that. You know, his thing is like, get outside of your inner circle, people in different industries and just have, have conversations and find out how you can collaborate. Just find, yeah. talk a little bit, see where things overlap and then uh, collaborate and see what happens. But I, so I, I feel like, cause Peter and I've been, you know, became really good friends over the last six months. Uh, I'm very like kind of a student of that philosophy. I just uh, I just enjoy having conversations and seeing where they go. And I 
I feel like every new person I'm meeting, especially when I'm in a situation where I never would have met them in the real world, you know, I feel like yeah. I've landed, like, for example, knowing you, it's like I've landed on planet Michael. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what it means, but I, I didn't know what it meant when I met, you know, when I virtually met you. Yeah. Andrew, but I had no idea what it means, but I already told you what was come out of that, right? And what yeah. came out of it. It's the same same curiosity when I meet almost anybody. It doesn't really matter what industry. And if I just have a conversation with them, see just to get to know them and see if we, you know, see if there's something we can collaborate on. If not, that's okay. It's still yeah. it's still I, I'd rather have the conversation continue to have the conversation. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. I mean, I think you know, it, it, it's very similar to the idea of giving, right? Like if you give without expectation of return then things just flow as they flow, right? And there's no, if it doesn't, if nothing happens, if nothing, you know, if there, uh, if there's no big change or shift, then there's no concern, right? Because right. you're just giving without expectation of, of return. I think it's the same thing where it's like, if you meet, you know, and you don't layer that meeting with expectation, especially if it's a first meeting, right? right then if it goes well, you're pleasantly surprised. If it doesn't go well, you're you're not really concerned about it. It's not that big of a deal. And then you just kind of keep moving and and keep kind of letting things flow. You know? No, I, I completely agree. I um, yeah, like I said, it's it's, it's the ex the expectation is just I assume I'm going to have a good conversation. You know? Yeah. Um, but there's no like um, the agenda is not there in the sense where I'm pivoting this person to change my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, not going to set myself up I mean, or my, when I was younger, I set myself up so many times to let myself down. Um, yeah. You know, when you, when you uh, put your hopes and dreams or pivot, like, you know, your whole experience on somebody's reaction and what they're going to do opposed to just enjoying their, you know, it's like you get on the roller coaster, let's just enjoy the ride opposed to worrying about when it's going to end or what's going to happen during it. You know, it's just like, yeah. with, what's, it's better just to be right. Um, yeah. And, yeah. yeah <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, even with, you know, writing a book recently, it's the same thing. It was like, you know, the creative process, it's like, what, what do you have control over? You know, it's like, well, you have control over the creativity of what you do, yep. the product that you put out. You can't, if you putting the product out, if the ends means is the product has to sell a thousand or 2000 units, then technically, you're gonna you could let yourself down because that's not in your control. What's yeah. in your control is just to create and birth whatever it is and then run with it, right? Yeah. Just take it, take it like your child and you just go with it and we'll see what happens. Maybe you know <laughs> Exactly. That's what uh that's what that's that's kind of like my mindset mostly most of the times. It's like what uh, the goal is what's in my control and then just be be grateful to get to the moment of whatever that is. So if it be finishing the book, then I'm grateful I got to, I have a book that's completed, you know, or if it's yeah. a podcast or uh, whatever creative endeavor, it's like, um, you know, the creative process is the creative process. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, I had a couple, couple staple gratitude questions. So if you were to explain gratitude to a 10 year old, how would you go about saying that? It's mm, an interesting one. <sighs> I would say it's showing someone what's inside your heart about them. Mm. I think that's, I, I think that's what I would say. Mm, I love that. That's like, that's great, man. I, I've had, wow. Um, so that reminded me of a, another a lady who, or a lady who, who answered and said, uh, 
if you, you know, gratitude is when you look around and you're seeing things that are making you smile. Like mm. that's like, but I love how you're saying with your, this inward outward. Uh, that's really beautiful, man. Um, Thank you. No, I, I it, it's, we, when we try to break down the language, it's just easier. You know what I mean? Like it's easier. Yeah. It's just so much easier where it doesn't, it's not such a, you know, long drawn out. It's like, what's the simplest way to say something simple, you know, um, yeah. which I love the quickest way, the quickest line to it. Um, another one, uh, another one is, it's a, this is kind of a gratitude thought experience. So basically I'm going to ask you the same question a few times okay. and I just want you to name it's, it's, it's just give me one word response and not the same response each time. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So somebody in your life you're grateful for. My wife. Somebody in your life you're grateful for. Uh, Nora. <laughs> somebody in your life you're grateful for. Dory. Somebody in your life you're grateful for. My family. Somebody in your life you're grateful for. Um, my uh, Mike Mata. Okay, so tell me about tell me about Mike. What are some great things about Mike? <laughs> so uh, Mike and I grew up together, uh, and uh, we hadn't actually um, we hadn't actually seen each other for a long time. Uh, and he touched base with me on my birthday, uh, and uh, we got together. Uh, we you know not uh, not in person, but uh, we you know we did a call to sort of catch up. And he's got kids now. I've got kids, and it was pretty wild to just sort of, you know, have that conversation and sort of see each other. But uh, yeah, we grew up together um, in Rhode Island. Uh, we were kids. Uh, our families knew each other um, for pretty much, pretty much from like when we were both very, very young. Uh, and I, I knew him all throughout high school, like into college. We lost touch uh, a little bit when I moved to the city, but he came to the city and saw one of my shows uh, when I was first, you know, when I was first producing and sort of directing here. And uh, yeah, he's just always been one of those people who's always been there. Uh, and we've always had just really, really great conversations. That's one. So, let me. Where, did he live in the neighborhood that you're in the same neighborhood as you? So it was. Was it basically your? What was the exact meeting? I know you said your families were close. So I'm just curious what the. Uh, yeah. So so basically, um, my so he was he's uh his father is my uh, godfather. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, we weren't, re we weren't related in the like related sense. Right. right. But, um, I would call his dad, uncle Mike, and I would call his mom, aunt Melissa, you know what I mean? Like it was mm -hmm. that kind of like when your family is very, very close. Um, right. And they've, uh, they see each other all the time. So, uh, I lived in Providence. He lived, uh, in Cumberland, but he also had a beach house in Exeter, um, and we used to go to that beach house all the time. And, uh, you know, I, I remember so many times, like just going to that beach house and being there for, you know, four or five different days of, of sleepovers and running around, you know, the lake house and, and going and buying comic books together and just, you know, all of those, all of those things. Yeah, I was, I, I love I was asking that because uh, recently I was doing some writing and I was thinking, you know, how, how do I know, like one of my, my best friend, Corey, which I've 
for decades, right? Like I was like, how I was thinking about those, what are the grateful moments, right? What were the elements? And it yeah. came down specifically, uh, you know, I don't know, 25 years plus ago, my parents, you know, so, okay, we go a little further back. My mom was raised Christian, you know, and so therefore, you know, when my parents got married, they, um, you know, they chose a church to go to. And mm -hmm. it was that church where I met Corey originally and my parents met his parents. And I was just trying to backtrack, you know, the day I told my dad, I was like, you know, um, I just want to thank you because if you, you know, you mom, you didn't have your belief structure, um, which we don't share the exact same beliefs. So, so I, but I was like, uh, I said, you know, if, if you guys hadn't had this belief structure and hadn't just chosen this place, I never would have had this relationship with Corey, mm. you know, like it did. So when you say, you know, so when you're saying, I mean, this, this, this other Mike you're talking about, like you specifically know him because your parents were friends, right? It's like, so it's yeah. like, because your parents were friends, you, you got to be around this person who's been your friend most of your life. And now you just, you mentioned a whole bunch of memories because you went to his lake house and yeah. all that stuff. And that was directly because of your parents, which is awesome. How yeah. fantastic is that? Right. Yeah. Pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, it's like, not only did they raise us, right. They made sure we didn't die. We were fed with like, they also put us in rooms with people that have, you know, that we've been able to have friendships with for decades and memories yeah. and moments and trips. And I mean, I think of, Corey and this is the different, you know, even if it's you know him coming to my, you know, when I got married in Mexico or when I was really depressed and just showing up in Georgia, you know, uh, to surprise me, right? Like these, little, yeah. you know, these little things that never, you know, again, if you don't meet the person, you can't have these memories and it, it all, none of that exists, right? It's like, yeah, it's fascinating uh, what little, those little connections, but back to you, I mean, again, like you're, you facilitating people getting together, you're, you're doing that for a lot of other people. So yeah, <laughs> I know you get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, you know, the reason I asked that question over and over again about who, uh, in your life you're grateful for is because I know people have their go-tos on top of their head and I, yeah. I love a go-to, don't get me wrong. Um, and the cool thing is you got to say, but I wanted yeah. to get, I wanted to get one layer outside of that. Yeah, and that's yeah. why when you finally said Mike, I was like, okay, we'll go because that was the fifth time I asked you. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, exactly. I was like, let's. Uh, and I feel like I did get somebody that was wasn't normally sitting here because you said just recently you talked to him. So yeah, it was it was allowing that uh, more of a more of a random, um, you know, somebody hadn't been sitting in there. So I, I love. Uh, that's why that's the only reason I asked the question multiple times. Yeah, yeah. It. I, I mean, it was fascinating because it. Um, uh, I've done the rapid fire thing in like a bunch of other, you know, in a bunch of other shows. Um, but usually it's a different question every time for the rapid fire. So when you said the same thing, again, I was like, I was like, Oh, okay. This is the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember it was, uh, seven years back. I was listening to Tim Ferriss podcast and the guy, um, cause his questions are like, who, who are the three? Who was it? It's like, um, is it the three people you'd like to meet or the most, you know, it was something like who, who are three people you either look up to or three people you would love to meet or something like that. And, and, uh, oh no, no. The question was when you hear the word successful, who comes to mind or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and basically the, the guy he asked that to at the time was like, you know, he was pointing out most of the time, most people are going to say people you've heard of. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to fall back on Bill get, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Like they're going to fall. But he's like, I'm really curious about who the fourth or fifth person is. I want to hear who I want to hear about somebody I haven't heard of. Right. But it's like yeah. the idea of me, like 
the whole idea of the conceptual idea of gratitude, obviously we have our go-tos, which are great, but um, the idea of expanding that past the go-tos to get to that space where it's more of an, more of a, Oh, what just popped in opposed to who lives there yeah. all the time, you know, um, which, which is soon as I started doing interviews, I realized I could do that. You can't, you can't do that on paper. People don't think it. You can't, yeah. you can't do that in email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what, uh, you know, now that, you know, you, you said, obviously you, you, you're getting out, the weather's nice in New York. Now you're able to get outside a little more. What, um, have you, you know, in the last couple of weeks witnessed any type of kindness, either yourself or to you or around you, any, any moments? It could be, it could be with people. It could just be, you know, taken in a sunset or any, any moments that uh, gratitude that you like you could share. Yeah. I mean, I, I have two very, uh, very young kids, right? So Junie is four and Diana is 18 months. Uh, and there have been a number of times where, you know, Junie and Diana, of course, have their little, you know, their, their, their little, you know, grudge matches and, and, you know, as, as little kids do. Um, but there have been a number of times where Junie has been really, really sweet to Diana, where Diana, Mm. you know, is asking for some food, um, and Junie will like cut off a little piece of hers and, and hand it to Diana, you know, and, and, and things like that, right. Where she'll just sort of take care of her, um, or give her a hug and, and, and that stuff has been really, really lovely to see, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, something that definitely fills me, you know, fills me with a lot of gratitude. Right. Um, and that aspect of really just, you know, taking care, uh, her taking care of her sister and, and, and being thoughtful, uh, has been, has been a very cool thing to say. That's beautiful, man. I love, I love that, uh, those moments you're talking about the nurturing from the sister to the sister and the fact that you got, you got, to, you're kind of like the fly on the wall cause they're doing their own thing. And, um, those are really, it's, uh, I remember I was talking to somebody last week and she said that, She's like, I'm just grateful. Like when my my son gives me a hug, I can feel his soft skin on my, you know what I mean? Like she was the, yeah. the details. It's like you said, like she cuts the details. She she'll cut off a little piece of food and give it to her. Like the uh, the nurturing, those little those little details. I love uh, they're just the beautiful imagery of just grateful moments. And all. it's something that when you share something like that, it sticks to me. it sticks to me, and I'll be thinking about it. So I appreciate yeah. you sharing those kind grateful moments with me because. Uh, I, I could totally could take that in even though I wasn't there. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. Um, well, let me ask you. You know, I'm curious. Obviously, you just talked about your daughters. Um, what's the story? I'll share a little bit of a few things about your wife, and I, I'm curious about how you guys met. Who was who were the connectors in that? And the uh, you know what were the serendipitous moment that brought you all together? Sure, sure. Uh, so. Uh, Originally, uh, Nora was suggested as a stage manager for a show that I was working on. Uh, so I was directing a show and she was recommended as a stage manager. So I called her and left her a message basically saying, you know, I'm looking for a stage manager. If you can give me a call back kind of thing. Uh, and she called me back and uh, left me a message telling me that she was now focusing on directing and wasn't going to be stage managing. Um but you know that she would keep an eye out for other stage managers, kind of thing. Uh, and then that same friend uh, who had recommended her as a stage manager was having a birthday party. Hmm. Uh, so 
uh, I went to that birthday party and Nora was there and we just really hit it off. We had this really great conversation the whole night. We were just like hanging out and chatting and, uh, and just really, you know, having a, having a really good time. And then I, uh, decided to ask her out and it was right around the same time I had just done a big project. I had just worked on a, uh, I just worked on a showcase that I put together for members of the industry. Uh, basically it was like a directing showcase. So, I had spent a lot of money on the space. I had spent a lot of money on the food. I had spent a lot of money in a lot of places. Uh, and I was still teaching. Uh, so things were th- things were relatively tight. But I asked her to come and see this sh- show. Uh, and it was a... Um, it was a stage adaptation of the Al Pacino movie Angel Heart. Um, which... Huh. Uh, should not be a stage <laughs> adaptation. Like it's just, it's not that kind of movie. Uh, so, so we went and we watched this really like just awful, awful <laughs> play. Um, and I was basically broke. I had sort of bought that, you know, I bought those tickets and that was like it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we finished and I basically, um, uh, we were near my we we were near my apartment, and I had had all of this extra food from when that event had been catered. So I said, you know, listen, um, I've got all of this extra food. Um, would you like to come back and have some? Uh, so she said yes, uh, and basically we ended up uh, getting together, you know, that night, and then we had been t- pretty much together ever since. Uh, so. That's uh yeah that's kind of the uh the overarching uh story of uh of how Nora and I ended up uh ended up first dating and then uh eventually eventually marrying and now having two uh two lovely little girls. It's beautiful. Who uh, I wanted to step back one second here. Who was the friend uh, that had the birthday? What was the person's name? Her name was Kim if I remember correctly. Okay, so Kim was the the connecting person that introduced you all, and then eventually because of the party, so you take Kim Kim out of the equation, or you not going to the birthday? Exactly. Different life. Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> I mean, I I distinctly remember being very very tired that night of going to the birthday party. And I distinctly remember sitting on the couch and being like, well, maybe I'll just cancel. Maybe I'll just say I can't make it. Uh, and yeah, I, uh, I, I sort of got up the energy to go and everything changed. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I love that. Cause it's like, uh, you know, if you're watching something, isn't like, it's never like the, there's no, if, if the character sits there and decides he's not going to go out then nothing happens to the story. Right. Or normal, That's true. unless there's a fire in the building. right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You bring, bring the, you got to bring the drama in. It becomes dramatic though, opposed to exciting. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, when I interviews uh, Todd churches. He, he said that how he met his wife was a friend of theirs was doing some sort of article not friend of it. No, it wasn't a friend of his was doing some sort of article and they wanted somebody to get on match.com or something like that. They wanted, uh, so they chose, he, he was just doing this, getting on match.com to help his friend out for like an article. Oh, and then funny. he meets who is his wife. Now. And the funniest thing, the most amazing thing about that story to me was, is that she literally lived like in the adjacent building. So this is in New York <laughs> where they both, 
been walking around the same space for years, never met each other, but they oh, were man. so close where when they finally got on the phone, they could yell out the window and hear the other person. That is crazy. Isn't that crazy? That is really crazy, <laughs> man. But uh, I mean, it's those little, you know, you think about like, you know, the time you think about, uh, you know, just the new ways of meeting people and like these different apps or programs and like you take them away and like you take that match.com away. They never meet. Right. Like, yeah, that's the story doesn't begin. You know, my um, my wife, uh, Rosio and I, we met in Plato Karma, Mexico. You know, mm -hmm. I was living there um, for a short time and she she came her her grandfather passed away and she needed to just she needed to get clear ahead to, and she just decided to book you know a last minute thing for like five days to come to play our mexico and because we were both in the same space and decided to use the you know use the same app you know we people that are not from mexico not from the space from different countries are in the same space yeah. and we connected and then you know you you know you fast forward six years later we're married, you know, she's in the other room, not, huh. you know, she lives, she was living in Bogota, Columbia the last year or so. Wow. But again, this wow. is little, all right. Like, I mean, it's the same thing with like Facebook, these groups, you know, and in the 747 clubs, the same, you know, like yeah. uh, the Dory's group, like, uh, even there's, there's several really great you know, gratitude groups. People can do like a monthly meetups. Like it's just, uh, these opportunity again, like right back, like the opportunities again, this, you know, just showing up, like you said, you get off the couch, going to the, going to the birthday party or me just logging on the app or, you know, us just yep. getting together. Like it just opens up a world of possibilities that did not exist a moment before. Yeah. <laughs> just taking that. Yeah. Just taking that extra step. Right. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, I've introduced somebody else. like that whole idea of just saying yes, you know, so if somebody yeah. invites you to a party, just say yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like, just go to the party. You never know. Like I just, uh, but I love talking and hearing people's stories because I just, when we're looking back, we can see these little, these little connections that I think so, that that's so re, I call relational gratitude. You know, so like, yeah. like I, said, I just get excited sharing my little relational gratitude and hearing other people's. You know, um, I this last year, my dad and I, my so my dad has been telling me for years about the moments where he met my mom, like at college, like you know he can remember mm. her coming up, walking up the hill, like you know he he's he's telling me stories. You know my mom, my mom passed away seven years ago, and uh, mm. this last year because this is a benefit of the situation, right? So because yeah. of everything slowing down, um, you know my dad tells me a story again, and I am on the phone with him, and I I said, well, you know I don't really have work. There's no reason why we can't just go because he's like, you know, he's like this coming Friday after next will be will be 50 years ago. I met your mom. Right. The, the story I just told you. Right. And I go. Yeah. And I, I said, I said, well, you know, we could go. It's like we could go do this. We could literally go there. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing. You know, what I mean, there's nothing yeah. holding us down. You know, there's, there's no excuses. You know, it's just it was just an idea. Right. Because because, yeah. of, you know, and I tell you, we did. We went and um, it was it was a very surreal thing to stand there where he was talking about, you know, at the top of the hill where, you know, where he saw my mom for the first time and walking around the campus and him, just these little details that these little stories coming out about, Oh, you know, that's the chapel back there. We used to kiss or, you know, these mm. little, it was like, you know, it was like, he was the 20 year old him, the 20, yeah. which I never knew. Right. Cause he's, he's yeah. you know, he's, he's 30 years older than me. So I, you know, I never um, knew that man. And, um, but just those little serendipitous moments, I we 
before we left, we went to like the, the, the football field and he told me this little story. He said, he said, I remember, I remember one day that we decided we were going to, we took a trip to Western Kentucky university to see if we wanted to go to that school. It was like, we got there and the registrar was closed. And I, I looked at him mm-hmm. and I said, I'm so happy that registrar was closed because if you guys would have switched schools, there's a good chance I never would have been bored. You know, again, you take, yeah. change the dynamic. think about changing the place and the dynamic and all that, like those little, yeah. just those little things. It was just a little detail of him going, yeah, they were closed. So we didn't, you know, it didn't happen. I was thinking that's just, you know, again, just a <laughs> little, yep. you know, these little, everything seems so, so small, right. In the moment. Yeah. Right. But when you look back, like you can get so excited uh, about, you know, just seeing these little interchanges again, like just being in the room or, Somebody yeah. again, like you said, just somebody inviting you to a birthday party. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. Such a simple thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's just it, you know the mindset of going out and being active and meeting people and not having expectations just uh, can lead to can put you in rooms of people you'd never know and take you places you could never ever foresee. That's true. So. Um, so this has been great, man. Um, so glad we could jam together and I could learn a little bit more about you. And I, you know, thank you in this public forum. I know I've thanked you maybe some private forums, but um, I really do appreciate the, you know, the group and just uh, the fact that that's what you do. You get people, you get good people together and put them in the same space so that they can. What, so something if so, it's the possibility of those connections we're saying and things can happen, right? You you yeah. open door you open doorways. What you do you have. Friends and you open doors and some people walk in, right? Some people don't, yep. but um, you're, you know, the connect, being a connector like you are just, uh, you, I know you, you get it and you gel off of it, obviously, just like I, I seeing those connections uh, and the possibilities in the world, uh, it, it does a lot for me. So if people, um, people want to reach out to you, where's the best place to find you, Mike? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much all over the socials. Um, so I'm Mike Roderick uh, on Facebook. Uh, because of the whole sort of hack, uh, you know, type type of scenario. But everywhere else, I'm Michael Roderick. So like, if you if you go to like LinkedIn, you'd look look me up there and that kind of stuff. Uh, and my website is just smallpondenterprises.com. If you want to check out any of my stuff, uh, podcast, all that uh, all that fun stuff. All right, we didn't even really dig into your podcast other than me saying that I was on it. <laughs> so. <laughs> And then uh, I'll, um, is it okay if in the show notes I put the gate group? Uh, oh, yeah. Feel free. To? Yeah. 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 That way, we'll, who, who knows? Maybe our little conversation about we'll leave somebody else into, into, these, into the room. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, this has been great, man. Well, I, I'm, I'm Chris with uh, Michael Schreiner. They got a lot to be grateful for. And if you're, if somebody invites you to a birthday party, just keep Michael's story in mind when you decide uh, if you want to go or not. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So have a great day and we'll uh, see you again. Bye. Thanks, Chris.